What is up, guys? Andy Anas, and welcome to the latest episode of Pod Slamajama. If you are watching on YouTube, real quickly, I'd like to remind everybody to make sure to hit the subscribe button button and give this video a like. We're really close to a thousand subs, and on this episode, we have a big guest, Parker Jenkins, class of 2023 Houston Cougars signee out of Klein Forest High School, is joining the show. Not gonna want to miss this conversation. <laughs> I want to be on guard if I'm honest. Coaches, coach, players, play. You know, and that's a great place to be in your life. So you can care less what other people think. So there he is, the man of the hour, Parker Jenkins. First and foremost, thank you for taking the time out of your day and joining us. No problem. Dayon, as always, thank you for being my co-host on this episode. I mean, let's get right into it. Like I mentioned at the top of the show, you're the class of 2023 signee running back out of Klein Forest High School. Obviously, you chose Houston over a lot of other schools. Just kind of what was that recruiting process for what was that recruiting process like for you and what were kind of the ultimate factors that got you to choose Houston over other schools? It's a lot that goes in that recruiting process. You go from having nothing to having every coach hitting your phone up. Hey, I, I got this opportunity for you. I have this opportunity for you. And you just have to get in your mind, in your own mind and not anybody else's to realize what's the best for you. And the best thing, the things that um, meant the most to me was what place felt like home, what coaches I knew that was there for me, and what ones that weren't just talking just to talk, you know? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. And you speak of being at home, you're from the Houston area. What is it about the Houston football program with how they use their running backs that kind of made you decide to come to Houston and want to play running back for Houston? So Houston – they use their backs as they can use them in the slot, which is what I'm used to, and they can use their backs in a receiving game and running game, is what, and that's where I'm kind of handy at. And most, I'm a uh, dual back, and uh, I felt like it was a perfect spot for me. Dan, you got a question real quick before I follow up? Go ahead. Oh, Parker, what I was going to say kind of along those lines about that – really the school that made you feel like a family and that bond how would you describe your relationship like with mike jinks who is one of those coaches on the houston staff that really over takes charge of that running backs group so coach jinks reminds me of my coach i have at clown forest which is also my track head coach coach smith it, it's just the the way that they teach the tough love that they do the way that they show their care it just reminds me of coach smith and it, once i seen how he acted it just made me like click and it said look this is where i want to be i know and i'm in good hands and everybody that i know and close with it went to uh and they are lending hands and it's just you keep uh you keep bridges with people like that had you spoken to some of the running backs that play for him now to kind of get their perspective of what he's like as well and how was their conversations with them? Yeah, so I went to a couple of their spring practices and I uh, watched some of the plays, watched them, and they said they uh, were giving me props and stuff like that and talking to me about the playbooks and saying that it wasn't – you just have to learn the plays and once you learn it, it you, you have it. It just let it flow like the game itself. And the, everybody, that every running back – 
from the starter to last person in rotation, everybody's a good dude and everybody show love. Obviously, I just asked you about Coach Jinx, but kind of the, the the big guy here at the University of Houston, Coach Dana Hogerson. Have you gotten to meet him yet? And what are your what's kind of your relationship like with Hogerson? Yeah, I've met uh, Coach Hogerson uh, multiple times. He every time he sees me, it's love. He he comes up to me before almost anybody and just dabs me up and makes sure I'm okay. And I, I appreciate that, especially coming from the head coach of a football team, especially that big of a team. He comes up to me, one of the first people to see how I'm doing. And when it's millions of other people trying to talk to him, and he comes talk to me. That that means a lot. Okay. Did um, Houston going into the Big Twelve? Was it any motivating factor for you to choose Houston as well? Yeah, you, you can say that. It, uh, bigger competition. It, it's always competition everywhere, but going into the Big 12, more competition, more people coming to see the games as well. So that's more attention to yourself for, your, for you to put yourself on display and things like that. Kind of piggybacking on that point you mentioned the the really the buzz of of the big 12 conference getting more people to get to games it's kind of a coincidence today that we're recording this on a wednesday the university announced that they've sold like 5,000 new season tickets which is the most they've ever sold at tdcu stadium i think they have like north of 15,000 season tickets that they've sold and i mean it's still april they've got like a few more months until they officially play but for you i know it's still a few months ahead but once you get to step foot on campus once you guys get to that first game in september what do you think that's going to be like for you being on the field at the college level i can't even imagine it's it gives me goosebumps it gives me goosebumps thinking about it because it's me getting back to the game that i love and have passion for and it's at a higher stage knowing that i'll put in the work to get here and it's just all a blessing Speaking of that work, it's always a transition between high school to college, regardless of the sport. Mm-hmm. And what do you feel um, you, you kind of foreseeing looking at is going to be that you're looking to anticipate how that transition is going to be to you for you and how quickly do you feel like and how smoothly you feel like it'll be? In my opinion, my confidence is up, but only the Lord knows my future. So all I can do is pray and just hope that my thoughts turn into my future. So I do everything I can to prepare to make sure that I'm eating well, I'm staying in shape as I'm doing track, I'm getting stronger, I'm lifting and making sure I'm doing, staying right, staying around the right people and, and, and uh, out of trouble and things like that. So I'm doing everything I can so that my path is for sure. So I'm not just going off false hopes. Sure. Definitely. And kind of you've mentioned track a few times. So um, you're still a multi-sport athlete at, in high school. How has track been able to help you with football? And what events do you run? Uh, I'll answer uh, Andy's question first. Uh, track has helped me in the strength of I think that I've gotten stronger in track than football. And I know that's crazy to say when all you do is lift and football and things like that. But when you balance it out with the speed and the making sure you're doing everything right because the track you have to be precise on what you do and what you're putting in your body because one wrong thing can make your race bad and the way our coach does it he makes sure that we hydrate is i get 50 texts a day from him saying hydration and doing everything and uh it just it just helps me and i didn't even realize that i was gaining the strength until i like uh, noticed it 
So it track has helped me in numerous ways. And with the speed part, it helps me while I'm growing. It helps me keep my speed as well. But And I think that's another back on the question with the, how I'm um, going to be able to adjust to it. I think I'll be able to just just fine with being this size and being able to move as fast as guys that are bigger than me who can't move that fast. So I think that's where that puts me up an edge. And people don't think I'm like – Visual-wise, they don't think I'm that big, but when I tell them my actual scale, they're like, well, how are you that big moving that fast? And it's just the – so it's uh, upside to that. And uh, what was your question again with the – What events do you run? Oh, what events? So at the beginning of the year, for our coach, you run everything. Everything he tells you to run, that's what you run. Just so he can see where you're at. And so I've ran a 4 by 4 I've ran a 4 by one I've ran a 4 by 2 I've ran a 1, I've ran a 2. I've never ran anything above that, but for now, as we're going in the area, I'm running the 100, the 4x1, and the 4x2. Okay. okay. Might be a, a funny question, but could we ever see you doing track at U of H, or once you get here, it'll be football? You don't know how many times I've gotten asked that. Everybody asked. <laughs> H-Town Speed City, man. They got a great tradition, too. I know. I'm saying it. You gonna run at UH? You gonna run at UH? Has Carl talked to you? I'm like, I mean, I it depends, and that goes back to my transition. It depends on my transition. If I'm feeling like I'm firing on all cylinders in football and I'm feeling okay body-wise, as after football, I think I will do it. But if I feel like it's kind of overwhelming me, I may take the time to get my body back for the next season. Well, what's your weight like now going into going into um, out of high school into college? My weight right now, I'm – uh, one ninety five. Ninety five. Okay. So yeah. No, that. No, yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty awesome. Obviously, like you said, you gotta gotta be able to adjust first. But you don't see a lot of multiple multi sport athletes at the college level, so it'd be it'd be a pretty cool opportunity. But kind of transitioning back to football, for Houston fans that might not have seen you play in high school, how would you describe your game? Uh, like I mentioned, I'm a dual threat back. Um, which means you have a variety of options. Uh, you can use me in a passing game, the special teams, and the running game, most definitely. I, I'm more of a agility back. I'm not really power, but I can use power. But I'd rather just make a man miss and just go in the end zone because once I make you miss, there's no way you're catching me. So... When you say versatility, you mean like more of a three-down back, but you can also use you in the passing game as well, mismatches online. Oh, yeah, of course. That's, yes, that's what I was using. If they had a, a stocky linebacker, I'm going to slide, and you put me on the hitch and make me make a miss, and I just go about my day. It's, that's how it was. It's, once they find that mismatch, oh, you're going to slide. Get out the back, go to the slide, and you just do what you do. And it, when I was uh, doing research for the show, I did came across like a video pack, like a highlights package you had of, I think it was your junior season. And uh, he's absolutely right. Like you went out and looked like you were a receiver. I think you just went straight and you outran past the defense and you made a diving catch, which is impressive. Like right. you said, coming coming down, uh, I think it was your junior season package. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. you're talking against a uh, watcher. We have the gold jerseys on, yeah. Yeah, definitely. But that's, I mean, that's exciting from a Houston fan perspective to to have that versatility. Now, we kind of talked about your future teammates. And obviously, when you think of the running backs group, it starts with Alton McCaskill, who missed last season with his ACL injury, but he put together a tremendous uh, freshman season going back to the 2021 season. I'm going to play a clip from McCaskill 
that happened probably two weeks ago during the spring practice availabilities that he had. And really, here's what he's talking about, just the running back's position. I'm curious to get your thoughts on it after. Uh, our, our running back room is actually really – we're solid. I think we're the best – I always say we're the most reliable group, best group on the on the field. Personally, uh, we got uh, Sneed coming back uh, and BC coming back. And, of course, me and then we have, like you said, the young guys coming in. Uh, all very different, but all very extremely talented for sure. Very extremely talented. I think that um, you know a group led by me uh, and a few and a few other returners. Uh, I think the sky's the limit for us. I think we can be one of the best running back groups in the nation. One of the best running back groups in the nation. You hear McCaskill say that. What are your thoughts? I have no other way but to support them. Like he said, the returning guys who can help the young guys who are already talented. So you put talent with knowledge and smarts and you get a creative running back room and everybody isn't the same size. So you have those different aspects of backs who can be used at different spots. Like uh, Dayon mentioned the fourth down and fourth down and inches back where we can put someone else in who, who else can uh, get us that extra yard without having to abuse the other ones, like the smaller backs, like Sneed. So goes and things like that and like you said we can we can be but it all just depends on the work we put in and, and he definitely also said that each one is different and like you just mentioned and so um like last season with houston they used a lot of backs does that kind of also play into wanting to come to houston knowing that you're gonna get chance to to touch the ball regardless um if you're starting or not, or eventually till you start or just you don't get your chance to, to get in that rotation and get on the field? Yeah, and that's – as I've looked in at back uh, at other colleges, that that is a – that's kind of – I'm not going to say everywhere because some receivers – I mean, some uh, schools like Ohio State, you know, that's receiver you. That's nothing but receivers. You're throwing the ball 95% of the game. But other like the schools that I was interested in were those kind of schools you're talking about. Like I know I'm going to get in. I'm not going to have to sit there and kind of beg coach to say, "Hey, coach, put me in. Let me show you what I can do." And Coach Holderson came and he talked to me. He said, "Well, you have the potential to start and you have the potential to play early if you just put in the work." So that kind of fuels my uh, drive and to say, "Okay, I just keep working and I keep working. I let all the pieces fall into place." Yeah, that's definitely, I can see from your perspective how that would be attractive to you. And even something that Horgerson said throughout the spring and at even the offensive line coach, um, Iman, Iman Nagavi, I might be butchering his last name, but kind of the focus is with Houston. Like they really want to be a, uh, a team that's able to establish the running game. And that's really where they want to, to succeed. And so that, there's certainly going to be a lot of opportunity for you in that aspect with that running backs group. Now, Dayon, do you have anything more specifically in terms of the Houston Cougars and that fit? I have kind of uh, more broader questions that I'd like to ask if you don't have any more. Just watching the uh, NFL, are there any players that I don't want to say you model your game after, but you, you kind of see like you can have a similar similar game um, then? So as I've kind of – I know it's going to be kind of weird because I'm a football guy, but I've kind of been – back and off of watching NFL. I've kind of been looking into my own hands, basically, like okay. seeing how I could get better myself instead of trying to model after someone else. Mm -hmm. But I still do have those role models, like Ezekiel Elliott with the his being able that's, – that's the power aspect. Agility aspect like Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook. 
And in college, like when I was in, when I was younger, who who I model my game after to this day is DeAnthony Thomas. I watched him mm-hmm. since I was a little kid. That's why I wear six because of him. Yeah. I knew if I didn't have three, I was getting six because I just model. I love the way he ran because we're kind of built the same and we kind of do the same things. We run track, we play football. So who else would I have to look up to when I have this person right in front of me? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Did you would you want to do kick return like he did? Because you know he was crazy in kick return. Oh yeah, yeah. Why why not? Why not have a chance? Because in the game you never really get to go full speed. So why not be able to make one cut and just show everybody your speed? So and they said they want to use me in um, special teams as well. So we're gonna see how that goes. Now. You return punts in high school, correct? Yeah. How? Being able to do it in high school, how do you feel that went? Uh, you kind of described it a little bit, but where? how do you feel like you can uh, excel in that area? Uh, because a lot of people can't do it. Being on punt return is, I say, the scariest thing in the game. Because you have, as soon as that ball is kicked, it doesn't matter if it's the opponents, the, the referees, the people just walking by the stadium. Everybody's eyes go to you because you're the one in the back getting ready to get that ball. And you have to worry about the anxiety of that, plus the people trying to come knock your head off as well. So you have to secure the ball. And if you don't secure the ball, you have to hear your coach because you fumbled the ball. And there's so many things that goes into that. So I try to I try to perfect my game. That and the pass uh pass protect. That, those are my two things that I want to work on this offseason. Are you a fan of that pressure? That, that ball gets thick in the air and you have all the eyes going straight to you. You get used to it. It it. At first, when I first knew it, I was like, there's no way I, I can do this. Yes. But as I've gotten older and more mature and having my coach talk to me and make sure I'm under control, you just have to take a deep breath and just relax. Because it's like once you can uh, get that first wave to miss, you can, you can like you said, just open up. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Now going going back to, I mean, this just to clear, honestly, I'm curious. When did you first start playing football? When did I first start playing football? Yes, sir. So I was eight. I just can't believe how, how I, I'm not gonna say because I'm blessed to be on this path, but how I could have been if I would have played like everybody around me played when they were like four or five. But I just wasn't introduced to the game at that time. It was. I'm going to just say it was a lot going on. So when I turned eight, I played for a team called the North Houston Broncos. And we played one season with them. And the crazy thing is about this, the connection, the first leg for our four by one played with me. So he was a football kid before he became a track kid. So it's just crazy how the tables turn. And so uh, we played one season with them, and then we went to a team called England Texans, and that's why I played the rest of my season up. How or how quickly or when did you kind of know that you could potentially play at a high level in college? I would say when my love grew for it, because you have to have a passion for it. You can't just wake up and say, I'm going to go do this and not have any passion for it at all. And my, when when I finally gained the knowledge to say, okay, this is how I do this. This is how I do this. I move my body this way to go this way and things like that. And once my coaches from literally helped me develop a sense of 
style. And once they seen it, they said, yeah, it, as long as you keep working, the sky's the limit. And that's what I've taken from the, that day on. That's awesome. Dan, you have any uh, follow-ups? No. Nah. Well, just in regards to, like you mentioned, uh, once you had that passion, there was, you alluded to some of your coaches to help you along the way. Is there anyone, whether it be your parents, whether it be a coach, that's kind of been that role model figure for you in your personal life? Mm, well, yeah. Uh, so... Uh, he goes by, we call him Coach JR. He, he's my stepdad now. My little brother is his, uh, is his father, well, his son, I mean. And he's been with me since the Inwood. So he's watched me grow, and he's the one that took me to back to my Inwood field to hey, uh, say, hey, let's go work with. Uh, he was the first person to introduce me to college athletes. Mm-hmm. I was working with some college athletes. Uh, I'm not sure where they went. Some went D1, but whether it was D1 or D3, it was college athletes, and we just worked. And that's what some of, most of my summers were filled with was working in the summer, the hot heat, and just putting in the work. And it's been a blessing to have that role model and just to have someone in your ear to say, hey, just keep going. And he told me that right before I started to blow. He said, because I was kind of concerned because I was like, Dang, junior year is the year where you got to do it or you it's, just don't have nothing. And so it was like mid-junior year, and I was like, I still haven't gotten to talk to yet. And we're going out, sending my things to coaches, and I know I have the talent. It's just the timing and the patience to say, okay, this is what you wanted for me, to, for me to wait and be patient. And that's what I go uh, day-to-day with is patience and just be patient with everything. And so as soon as I got my first offer from TSU, it just took off from there. And now that we we just sit back and laugh about it because we were just frustrated about it a couple months ago. And now it's... Now it's like right around the corner. Right. That's awesome. You talked about putting in the work. At what point did you fall in love with the grind and realize this is how I have to work to reach my goals, ultimately, not only just college, but beyond. I've always, I've always been a personal work. I've never had a, whether it was work that I didn't really want to do, but I knew I had to do it. I, I say, I don't know. That is a great question. I, I, have, to, I have to get back on you on that one. That, I can give you an estimate though. It was at a young age, but the, and I want to say because right now it's just, all I think about is work, 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 work. No matter what it is, whether it's schoolwork, whether it's work outside of school, anything, anything, I try to tell myself, do anything to get better than you were yesterday. Whether that's stepping one, one less step than you did yesterday, because it, timing is everything. And my dad is, is just, has instilled that in me, and I'm so glad he has his timing. Uh, he used to get on me so much when I was younger and I'm like why are you I, I got time but now that I think about it it's like I understand why you did that and it's it's uh, it's, it's just been blessings that I was blind to but now that I'm older I see it now so I would say that I fell in love with the grind I say um, I could say I fell in love with it recently because 
I've been just telling myself every day, no matter what I'm going through, just keep working, just keep pushing, just keep going. No matter what, no matter if it's the worst day in the world, just keep pushing because it's it's not going to last forever. So you can't just spend all your life regretting anything. So all you can do is pray and just let the Lord handle it. Parker, kind of going back to uh, you mentioned the, the player that, that you obviously you said that you're kind of taking a step back from watching professionals a lot. But is there a team that you uh, still root for or still watch every now and then once the NFL season comes on? Uh, well, I got to rip the team, the, the city. I go for Houston. No matter whether we down 30 points or we up three, I wear Houston to the day I die. And everybody gets on me, but I, I'm like, well, where else would I rep for? That's my team. That's my that's my place. That's where I go. I've I've kind of journeyed. I've liked the Seahawks because of Marshawn Lynch. That's somebody else I used to look up after. My uh, Seahawks, Carolina because of Cam Newton, and a variety of teams. But I've always returned back home to Houston. So, you speaking of watching not only the, the Texans, how much of Houston football did you watch over the last couple of years? I watched. So I've just recently started to like kind of back up with. So I've watched a lot of it, and every time like we can be a we can be up at third quarter, and I cut the game back on, and we lost. And I just don't know how it happens, but <laughs> I just be like, okay, we got it next week, and we do the exact same thing next week. I'm just like, so when they get their wins, we just celebrate them, small victories, and yeah. No, definitely. Hopefully the team's uh, turning the corner. Uh, kind of coincidence, they're like a week away from the draft, so hopefully they can start to hopefully turn they it get around. Bryce Young. Please, I just... yeah, hopefully Carolina passes on them and right. they take Young. If they don't, are you, do you think they should go defense or they should go with C.J. Stroud? They should go C.J. They need a quarterback. That mm-hmm. They need a quarterback. Every year we get a different quarterback, which is hard for an offense to flow when you don't have a persistent quarterback. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can't pass on C.J. Stroud. They shouldn't. Yeah. Well, Parker, just hearing you talk about the Texans, I know that you're loyal, so that's that's uh, 100%, especially the last few seasons for the Texans. <laughs> they've been tough. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. When you mentioned Ezekiel Elliott in the back of my mind, I was like, he's going to say Cowboys, but it's glad to know that you're sticking with the hometown team. Yeah. Would it ever – and I don't know if um, – I know that the Houston Cougars have played a few games at NRG Stadium uh, this upcoming season. They're not scheduled, but would that be – have you played at NRG Stadium before in high school? No, I have not. I've been there. I just haven't played on it. So having a chance to play on that would that – one, I, I would have to take a picture in the middle of the field. I would have to. <laughs> have to. Definitely. Uh, kind of – so you mentioned track. You mentioned football. Is there any other sport that you played or even just for fun that – what do you like to do as a hobby? Work. All I do is work. Whether that's with my dad or is that I go get a job. But it's because I tell myself I want to go do something. I just can't. Like, but I don't. I don't go out. I just. Can't. It's too much stuff happening in the world for me to go out. I just, I no. Anytime someone asks, nope. It's. Mm-mm. I'm not taking no chances. Now they can be good people. I just. That's just my preference. I just can't take no risk. I just cannot. There's too much stuff happening in the world, and I just rather be at home. But when I'm at home, either I'm sleep, getting rest for the next day at work, or I'm just watching movies or playing my game. That's it. Uh-huh. I do too much. What's your go-to kind of movie genre, if you have one? 
action. I love action movies. Action? What's your favorite movie? Uh, my favorite movie series is the Transformer series. I don't think there's no, no series that'll come close to that series. Dan, you got anything else to add? Any music? What you listening to? <sighs> R&B, of course. Uh, rap, I'm kind of... What artist? R&B. Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole. Those are my two go-to. I don't... The new rap, I'm not... I'm, I'm like, okay, if I need to get hyped for two seconds, right. But <laughs> as soon as that's over in my head, I'm just straight listening to either J. Cole or uh, Kendrick Lamar. Which one? Do you have a favorite song from either of them? <laughs> J. Cole, I don't, I don't know if this is on Apple Music or not, but... My favorite song from J. Cole would be Too Deep for the intro. That would be J. Cole. Yeah, and mixtape. Oh yeah, okay. And for Kendrick Lamar, it would either be between Sing About Me from Donna Thirst, Father Time, or Count Me Out. Okay, okay. And if you need to get hype, what's your go-to? <laughs> now I'm curious. I need to get hype. Two second height. <laughs> Two second height. Either a good Kodak song. A good Kodak, okay. Kodak, oh, 21, got it. I have to play 21. Got to play 21. Is there any college you're looking looking forward to playing once you get in college? Now that, you know, Houston's playing against more schools that's in Texas. I'm sure you got friends going to other schools and stuff like that. Yeah, it would be those schools that they're going to. I would just want to, just in the aspect of a compete level, because I never really got to play against them in high school. So now we're on a bigger screen, a, a bigger uh, showcase, and now it's to see who's who's really been putting in the work. That's really the ultimate question. And I believe that it's just going to be a show. I'm not going to get too high-headed and say, oh, we're going to dominate them, because like I said, anything can happen. So it's just all of my, the fact of time and just waiting to see how it unfolds. A few more questions as we wrap things up. I kind of wanted to follow up. I think Dayon wanted to ask it, but how much of Houston Cougars football games have you watched over the course of the last year or two? So I've, I've always had a thing for Houston, but it kind of like in the recruiting process, it's a lot of schools coming to you that it buried Houston so deep down because it was such of a first thought in mine and having schools come to me more and more and more as a new school is coming just kind of put it on the bottom but once I went back to UH I was like okay yeah I realized that I was like this was one of the first schools that I was ever talking about so why not come give this school a visit and I've been to the games and it's, they've always been I remember one game uh, when they played SMU and they won off the post that was mm-hmm. that game was so crazy and, like, I wish I was on the field at that time, but it was just – it was the same thing watching it from the stands. It was – it was crazy. Yeah. Oh, Dan, you got anything before uh, we wrap things up? No, that's pretty much it, man. I definitely appreciate you for taking the time. I can definitely tell you focus. I hope you stay in love with the grind. I'm going to be a fan. You have a fan in me, and I'm going to be watching your journey, seeing how far and what you do when you make it to your age. Yes, sir. Thank you. Have uh, you thought yeah. about what you're going to study? So I'm either going to go, well, this can change, but right now I'm looking at 
either majoring in accounting or marketing, but I know for sure I'm going to minor in entrepreneurship, no matter what route I take. Okay. That's pretty good, actually. I took a few um, accounting and entrepreneurship classes when I was at U of H uh, not too long ago. So definitely that's a, I mean, that's a great program. That's a great school to yeah. to be a part of once you get into the University of Houston, just a business program as a whole. I did have a few more questions to follow up just in terms of the next few weeks. Uh, you officially Are you officially going to join UH on June 1st or what's your timeline of when you'll officially join the school? So I just got um, messaged about that. So I'm not, now that my orientation day has changed, I'm not sure when I'm going in. I will, uh, if I get, um, clarification on that i will let you know but i don't know yet since they changed since we couldn't get everyone to the june 1st through second uh, orientation they pushed it back a couple weeks so i don't know if i have more time to get ready or i have to go in and my orientation is that i'm not sure how that's going to go so I, once i get more information on that i'll let you know gotcha gotcha and just i mean to wrap it up for UH fans, is there a message that you'd like them to know just in terms of for you as a player and the future for the next few years? Buckle up is going to be all right. <laughs> Man, that's perfect. I can't, I mean, once I'm sure we're going to talk to you once you get, start your actual UH career, but you're going to be a go-to quote. Um, and like Dayon said, you can tell like you're really mature for, for your age. I mean, honestly, and um, we're going to be looking forward to your whole college career. And hopefully, you know, come this fall, we're seeing you make a lot of plays for the red and white. Yes, sir. Appreciate your time, Parker Jenkins. And once again, thank you for taking the time out of your day to join us here on Pod Slam and Jam. And that's going to do it for today's episode. So once again, if you haven't done so already, please be sure to hit the subscribe button and give this video a like. It really helps us out. And Dayon, as always, you get the final word, sir. So always go Cougs, baby.